Entertain Podcast. I've learned that awkward segues into ads are just a part of hosting a podcast these days. Similar to how awkward phases are part of growing your business. With features dedicated to sales, marketing services, and more, HubSpot CRM platform is here to help your business grow better every step of the way. With intuitive visual workflows and bot builders, HubSpot CRM platform can automate campaigns across your website, email, social media, digital ads, and chat for clear communications and zero mixed messages. With the Teams feature, you can organize your accounts by teams and segment leads, sort through content, and easily view team performance reports. And thanks to sequences, you can now create flows to automate sales outreach, follow-up, and timed personalized emails so you can scale your customer relationships like never before. Learn more about how a HubSpot CRM platform can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. All right. So we have now started recording. So Pam, I'm actually going to call on you first because you were in my group and I know that you were our, our scribe and helped us keep notes. And I see you making that face at me. I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, I'm going to turn it over to you for a moment to do your readout and then we'll get the next lead. I will do my very best. So Josh, I never got what BARS is. So put that in text, but Josh, Josh uses a process called BARS, Behavioral Rating Scale. And um, he also rates what is a good, he has preset what he expects will be good answers and bad answers. We had a conversation about whether or not you should put salary into the job description. So what we came up with was have the interview with the candidate and tell them up front. So the candidate's going to apply and not know, but, you know, there are all sorts of issues with whether or not you're going to do it. Um, Also, Sama had said, make sure that you're very good about looking at the job description and make sure that it's not so templatized and that the candidates are very clear about what's expected of them and the interviews are clear about what to expect. Um, Drew talked about condensing the interviewing and hiring process and make sure that you move them through. The consensus was try and get through the process within two weeks. If you're gonna have um, people missing, substitute people, especially if you have group interviews and make sure that you've you've trained everybody about what to expect and what to do on your interviews. Um, engagement, this was a really great one. Sama brought this up. When candidates are, are going through the process and there's some dead time, make sure if this is a candidate you want, make sure that you use your CS skills and keep in touch with them. They have some doubts about whether or not you want it. Everybody needs to know where they are. So Sama brilliantly said, stay in touch with people, text them. Um, Josh and Drew said, you know, use those things, make sure if there's no news, text them and say, there's no news. Um, And remember that not everybody chooses to be virtual. Some of us have done it for a long time, we're happy with it. But um, talk about, Miranda brought up, how do you make sure that people can advocate for themselves and and, um, make sure that they're they're talking about what they need to do because they can advocate for themselves, they can also advocate for other people. Um, Miranda, Josh, Drew, what did I miss? Um, you, you know, I think you did a really good readout. Thank you. And I, we have multiple hands going up and I see that Devin raised her hand first. So I'm going to call Devin. Uh, Devin, how can we help yeah. you? 
So we had a great group. Um, some of the things we let off and talking about like in skill set that we're looking for are, you know, like the basics, collaboration and communication. And then can I mention to you one other thing that I lens towards is where are the gaps in my current team? So what skills does someone bring in that can help, you know, raise the entire team? Um, I do really like, I'm going to have to look at the behavioral rating scale. I feel like that's a good one to look back on. Um, the other thing that we had talked about too, and I think that this was either um, Jillian or Jocelyn, you mentioned just making sure you do have that quick response time because it is competitive. Um, we also kind of mentioned that uh, we have known in you know this past year in our interview processes with people that they have been interviewing other places and kind of to the question of like, do we put the um, um, comp in the conversation or in the um, uh, job description, but also making sure like to have that conversation of like, are you interviewing other places? Like, are you looking at other opportunities and how we bring that up? Um, I think the other piece, and uh, Pam, you just mentioned this, but like, what does that individual follow-up look like when you really want to, you're trying to win a candidate, like having an executive or a team member reach out and, you know, create that relationship. Um, one thing we discussed was around uh, what the um, kind of post-mortem looks like and the debrief is experiences that we've had where, you know, maybe in some occasion, a leader felt really, you know, strongly about a potential candidate, um, but then the people that we working alongside of them did not. Um, and then I'm trying to think, I've scribbled something else down. I actually don't know what that says. So I'm going to skip that one. Um, but the other things were like things to change for this year. Um, I didn't mention this in the group, but I had asked this question is we need a better way of just like tracking things um, for our teams for what the uh, scores are that we're looking at with the clients. Um, we don't have lover or greenhouse that we're using right now. And then um, across the board, it was just um, making sure that we are kind of falling back on some of those skill sets that we had alluded to before, like having that consistency throughout the time. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Devin. Um, what a great readout. Thank you. Uh, Jeff. I will read out. I forget what group number we were. Uh, not good at, I think Seven. group six. Seven. All right. Um, I think there's a couple of things that that stood out for us. One of the, I think one of the interesting discussions that we got into is just around how um, I think you're, you know, you're trying to assess for, we'll call it like a CSM level individual contributor in some cases. But one of the things that we noted was how many side projects end up happening when you're growing and scaling, right? There's um, so many things that need to get done in the business. And so there's so many opportunities that present themselves like, hey, we just need somebody who can help us kind of see this through, right? Hey, we're going to go execute um, a segmentation project and maybe we don't have a CS ops person. Hey, is there somebody who can kind of raise their hand and help us see this through? And so uh, I think that was just an interesting discussion for us to think about, which is there's all these, these side projects that uh, maybe an executive or a leader, uh, you know, leader um, can't exactly take on. And so uh, that was something that we were trying to figure out how to um, look into. I think the other interesting discussion that we got into is just around um, the types of research that candidates are doing on the way in and how we can assess for that. So are they, I think curiosity is something that we probably talk a lot about in customer success. And so how do we tease that out during the conversation? Um, you know, how do we, how are we kind of asking questions that um, inherently, you know, trying to understand if they've done the research, Hey, are you looking on Google and just trying to see what's out there about our company? Um, you know, are you going into YouTube? Are you going to see what other competitors are doing? Um, but what's that kind of perspective look like and trying to tease out some of those questions just to try and understand, hey, I posed it in our group as like, I want somebody that's a really good Googler. Like, I think I Google, I don't know, 
20 things on a daily basis. And so um, if somebody can do that well and find and kind of be um, self-sufficient in some cases with some of that stuff, that's a really good good thing. And then the, the last part um, that I think we got into um, a little bit more was just around, you know, how we're thinking about the process. I think you already mentioned this, Miranda, we're trying to make it quick. Um, and one of the things we're, we're hiring for a director of CS role right now for our corporate team. Um, and one of the things that I just mentioned is we're trying to make it quick. And so one of the ways that we tried to do that was eliminate a lot of the one-on-one -on -one interviews, maybe that they might get with the RCX leadership team, which is about six people or so. And they're actually just going to come join our Monday meeting when they get to a final stage. They're going to join our Monday meeting, which is just a staff meeting. Uh, they're going to hear some of the things we might talk about. And then also they're going to share. We're going to ask them to present. What have you heard so far in the interview process? How do they present information to us? Are they comfortable in that type of environment? So uh, we've just tried to cut that down. And that was one way we've tried to approach it. I love it. Thank you so much, Jeff, for that share out. Uh, David. Hey, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me today. Um, so I was group 10, I believe. We had a great dialogue. Um, so where we kind of started the discussion here was in terms of categories is um, we were saying it, it's important to look for things that are going to be ind indicative of uh, kind of the candidate's growth as an employee and their kind of interest in continuing to kind of excel and, and kind of, you know, move along the way. So the primary categories we had were ability, ambition, and engagement, which are kind of key growth drivers. And so we kind of talked about each of those a little bit. On the ambition side, um, we, we really kind of honed in on, does the company have the capacity to support the type of growth that the candidate is seeking? So if they've got really lofty ambitions, you know, we want them to be ambitious and want to take, you know, a personal responsibility to drive their career forward, but perhaps at the current growth trajectory of the company, they're not going to become the next COO or, or whatever, you know, whatever that ambition is. Um, on the ability side, we talked a little bit about how, you know, oftentimes hard skills can be taught soft skills are kind of harder to come by and come with more experience. So making sure that you frame your questions um, such that you can get like a good read on candidates. Um, and uh, we did have a nice dialogue around like, how do we best, you know, in the event that hard skills are critical to the role. So for example, in like an ops specific CS role, uh, how do we really capture that they have the necessary hard skills in a virtual environment? So we talked a little bit about like sort of, um, you know, te how technology can play a role in that in sort of transitioning from in-person to, to virtual kind of practicals, if you will. Um, but that kind of spawned us into a totally different question, which was um, really what we want to find out is what's the candidate's uh, ability and sort of uh, willingness and desire to learn new things, because we're going to have new products, like new feature sets, new capabilities, new internal systems all the time. And so learning is just such a critical import, uh, you know, part of that whole experience. And, and more importantly than just their willingness and, and ability to learn, but uh, how do they communicate the impact of those learnings? And so I think all of your questions, you know, it's, it's helpful to have them framed in such a way that the candidate thinks about the impact of the decisions that they're making, um, uh, you know, along the way. And then we shifted over to the, to the topic around, um, kind of the competitive uh, hiring environment that we're in right now. One of the things we discussed was uh, panel interviews can be kind of a smart way to consolidate the, the interview cycle. So if you really want them to speak to a number of folks across sort of multi uh, kind of disciplinary departments, perhaps you could get a panel of three. Um, personally, what's worked well for me is to 
go ahead and pre-craft a singular set of questions, and then you can divide them up amongst the panelists and then have everyone score on that same set. And that's a good way to keep it kind of fair and consistent across different candidates. So you don't have people kind of going, you know, flying by the seat of their pants with every single interview. Um, Pre-screening questions can be a good way to maybe weed out some candidates who aren't as serious about the role. It could also be a way to evaluate the written communication because that's often really important if you're doing a lot of email, um, chat, things of that nature. Um, and then kind of the last point that we brought up was uh, we're in a fully virtual environment now in many cases. So broadening your search, like you could start to think internationally if time zones are less of an issue um, and uh, really take advantage of candidates you know, in a variety of different uh, kind of locales. Wonderful. Thank you, David. Hey, Ganger Rotane. I wanted to tell you about the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast hosted by John Jantz and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. The Duct Tape Marketing shares tips, tactics, and resources for you and your business. One thing that they've talked about recently is mapping out where your best customers want to go, which hits on a core customer success tenant of customer journey mapping. So go listen to the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm just doing a quick time check. We got three hands up still um, we, to do the readout. We typically do a, a, a wrap around five, five till. So you've got okay. five, five, six minutes. And then we'll okay, so we got to crank through the last few folks. So Jan, uh, it's your turn to do your speed readout. <laughs> I, I can do I can do a speed readout for sure. So um, one thing we mentioned is that it's a little different if you are kind of more mature as an organization versus if you're a startup. And if you are more mature, then you probably have some very specific defined things that you're looking for and your questions and all of that. But if you're an early stage startup, very different. And and one thing that we were sort of discussing is with millions of people leaving their jobs each month, going to a new job, what it, what, and part of it is as an interim VP of CS, I get to, I get to talk to candidates in a slightly different way myself, just personally, because they know I'm not going to be there forever. So I get to do sort of an inside scoop and talk to them like, Hey, we can stay connected for longer and blah, blah, blah. So I really try to make certain like, what do you really want in your career? And I try to also check in with them on what, what's really happening at this company, what's really the, the status and stage and what are the skills that are needed. And that's something that the other folks who were at uh, early stage startups, you know, Jim and, and Joe and, and a few others were talking about as well, that it's really important, especially at the beginning stages of your uh, of your team, you can't afford to have people going in and out of roles, you know, after nine months, you want someone who's going to stick around and it's really about the match. That's yeah. just what it is. You got to make certain you have a good match. So is that, is that quick enough. That's so quick. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I, I'm going to move on here to thank you, Jan, for your quick speed readout. I, am I going to say this name wrong? I know I am. Is it Alistair? Alistair. Alistair. Okay. I'm from Michigan. We got to pronounce the, or pronounce every vowel. Um, so, uh, your speed readout turn. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so we had a good, a good group. I think the, the major topic for us was condensing that, uh, condensing the interview process. I know, you know, for my company, we're seeing our, my recruiting team sends us, sends me over the list of candidates and we're losing a good number of candidates at the bottom of the funnel because they've already applied to three or four other places and they're further along or, or so, you got to make sure that you're keeping it as condensed as possible to the point where 
we are, we're actually doing a three hour interview for our associates and our CSMs and that's it. We're not doing a second round. Um, we're keeping it very tight um, and we meet on a weekly basis to review the three or four candidates that are my hiring managers have met with um, so that we can ensure that we're hitting them, getting them in the door as quick as possible um, for that reason. Um, Adil brought up a great, uh, a great piece, which I'm going to talk to the team about, which is for the exercise portion, um, allowing your candidate to schedule time with one of your individual contributors if they have questions um, before they do that presentation. Not something we do today. That's fantastic um, and something I'll, I'm going to bring up with the team. And then the other piece was um, have you gone back to evaluate your top performers um, and where and what they did during their interview process um, so that you can then bring that forward with uh, with the new people that you're with the new candidates that you're bringing in um, all all good things to to consider not something I've, I've done to date so that is super clever I love that idea thank you thank you and Jeremy last but not least I was thought we might have enough people that I wouldn't have to pop on, but no, we actually have really awesome discussions. So Boaz isn't on to, to recap, but uh, there's two things that really stood out to me. One was he was talking about in, in their just brand management and the idea of even if you don't have a spot for a candidate to still you know extend a helping hand to those individuals. Um, participating in, in events, even if they're not hiring events, you know, attending a GGR office hours, going to a webinar, just networking with people saying, hey, I am hiring, but I also know that we may not be the perfect fit for who, you know, what you're looking for, um, but I'm happy to, you know, extend my hand to help you. Um, and I, I just, I think that's a, goes a, an extra mile of saying that even if you can't place that person at your organization, leaving a good reputation behind uh, from your experience. So those people will go tell people or those people might have a bad experience that their new employer may come back to you um, in that regard. It's just about, you know, your presence out in that market and that brand piece and um, being willing to help even if you don't necessarily have somewhere to, to put somebody, right? Or they may not be the right fit is um, always leaving any experience you have in a positive manner. And then the other piece that we talked about which uh, Tanya's still on. Um, I'm actually going to give her a little bit of a shout out. And I, I think all of you should connect with her if you, if you don't. Um, but post hiring, you know, post interviewing, getting them hired in, um, what, what is your plan to help those people get promoted? Um, you may be looking for a senior CSM, but I, I, I'm willing to bet that that senior CSM doesn't want to be a senior CSM forever. So what's the, how are you career pathing before you even hire them for them? How are you having that conversation to say, hey, we're bringing you in here for this role now, but you know, as you perform and succeed in this role, right, you'll be able to move to you know, a principal. Maybe you want to go to CS Ops. Maybe you want to go somewhere else. But having that mapped out, at least to some degree, so that no matter what level of candidate you're hiring for, you can have that transparent conversation from the beginning and tell them, hey, when you come in here, here's kind of here's a loose framework of how you get from point A to point B based on you know your career goals. Um, so we talked about a few other things, but those are the two big highlights. Wonderful. And I think we got through everyone and we have four minutes left. Um, do you wrap up or do I wrap up? Hi. Yeah. So Jeff, I, I, maybe I'll have you kind of, you want to recap um, on kind of, you know, uh, you know, what we're going to be doing the rest of the month and, um, and, and hopefully quickly, we can connect. 
Oh, sorry for interrupting. Um, I just say, can I quickly just thank everyone? Cause I, as well, I have a hard stop at nine, but yeah. I just, you know, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Uh, such a great group. If we're not already connected, please feel free to reach out on LinkedIn. If it weren't for LinkedIn, I wouldn't know Jeff. I wouldn't know Jeremy. Um, so there is power in networking. So please feel free to reach out and thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Miranda. I appreciate you come sharing. Um, I know you've got, like you said, you, you uh, openly share with the community a lot of your your work. So if you go look at Miranda, she's got articles written. Uh, the documents that she shared today um, are kind of dispersed out there. So, and we'll we'll try and uh, pull together those links and send them out to the group. But um, yeah, I appreciate everyone joining. First one of uh, 2022. Uh, I'm excited. We've, we've actually hired a full-time community manager for Gang Grotain. She starts on uh, January 31st. So um, I'm appreciative of that because uh, I am doing a ton of stuff behind the scenes that uh, nobody here wants me doing because that's, uh, you know, puts us into a, a state of uh, frenzy. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. So that's a key date for us. We're going to be relaunching Gang Grotain on a um, new platform and hopefully make uh, the digital experience and online experience awesome for everybody here. Um, but for what you all do and show up and share with the community, we'll have our next session in February. It should be on your calendars already. If you have other people that you want to invite, um, feel free, send them over. Um, it's the lu.ma slash CSLOH. Um, so feel free to send that over. We have the CSM version next week. So if you have people on your teams that you want to be sending individual contributors, um, I know they always have great sessions um, that we're going to have. And that's going to be next week. And then the week, the following week after, if you have a CSOps leader that you love, um, send them over. We are trying to get more into CSOps. We've got a ton of awesome CSOps leaders from like HPE and Aruba Networks. We've got Zoom. We have PTC. We have awesome people who have been doing some great things from, from a CS operations perspective. So if you're looking to learn, uh, that's going to be the, the third week. Yeah. So appreciate everybody here. Um, hope everybody has a good day. I like to end these things on time. We're going to give two minutes back. The last plug I'll give you is that we send a survey after this and I'm going to be the classic CS person. Like I legit read every response. So please take time to do it. We we looked at them last year. We had a 4.5 out of 5 rating for 90-something sessions that we ran last year. We tried to bring in topics or anything that people put in the comments. Um, we tried to adapt what we were doing. So if you do have an extra minute before you eat your lunch or before you drink your extra cup of coffee at 9 a.m. on the West Coast, uh, fill that out. I'm going to read it, and uh, I appreciate it. So without further ado, hope everybody has a good day, and we'll see you all soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. Thanks. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the Gain, Grow, Retain podcast. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.